short Bible readings for us and then a, a little message before we hand over to the children. Luke chapter 2 verses 4 to 7 says, So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And the main Bible verse that I want to speak to you from today is in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, which says, The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. In December 1903, the Wright brothers finally succeeded in getting their newly invented flying machine off the ground after many failed attempts. And they were so excited that they immediately sent a telegram to their sister Catherine, which said, we have actually flown 120 feet, full stop. We'll be home for Christmas, full stop. Well, Catherine herself was so excited that she ran down to the local newspaper and showed the telegram to the editor. The editor glanced at it and said, how nice, and put it in to the pile of things to be printed in the paper the next day. Well, when the newspaper came out, to Catherine's dismay, it simply read, local bicycle merchants, the Wright brothers, expected home for Christmas. And somehow, the editor totally missed the big story in the telegram that mankind, i.e. the Wright brothers, had actually learned how to fly. An historical moment, if ever there was one. He totally missed it. And instead, he got distracted with the far lesser news of their Christmas plans. Now, friends, don't be too hard on that editor because actually every year millions of people on the planet do the same thing with Christmas itself. They get excited with the lights and sights of December and they miss the real significance of Christmas. And that's why we need to hear the voice of Scripture to help us take it in. And the Apostle John, who wrote this verse of the Bible, puts a huge chunk of the significance of Christmas into one single sentence for us. Let me read it to you again. It says, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. That's what Christmas is all about. And if we miss it, we're missing something even more important than the Wright brothers learning to fly. So my prayer for us today is the prayer of the hymn writer Francis Ridley Havergal who said, Holy Spirit, make me see all his coming means for me. Take the things of Christ, I pray. Show them to my heart today. I agree. And I want us to see two things briefly from this verse. The revelation of Christ's coming and the reason for Christ's coming. Just two things and then we're through. First of all, then, the revelation of Christ's coming. The the Bible verse says uh, that we're looking at today, the Son of God appeared. Or other translations put it, the Son of God was manifested. 
It's the same truth that's spoken of in another Bible verse, 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, which says, Beyond all question, the mystery of godliness is great. He, that's God, appeared in a body. Now that's the revelation of the Son of God. And that's one of the most amazing things to happen at Christmas. As, a, as the Apostle John says in another place, no one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. So friends, don't miss this. When Jesus was born at Bethlehem, he was, as the Apostle Paul put it, the image of the invisible God. It was God himself revealing himself to us. As the Christmas carol puts it, word of the Father now in flesh appearing. This is an amazing thing, the revelation of Christ's coming. There's a true story about a man who was going on a motorbike ride through the canyons in America somewhere. And in his own words, he said this, I was putting gas in my bike when a guy comes in on the goofiest looking bike and starts talking to me. He fills up and then asks me if I wanted to go on a bike ride through the canyons with him. So I joined him and we went on with each other and stopped off at a few places, looked at the views and chatted about life, what we're seeing, how amazing it is. Then I thought of a place that we could go to for food where I'd been before. And so we went to the restaurant, but the restaurant was closed. And so I said, well, what are we going to do? Because the restaurant's closed. To which he said, don't worry, they'll open it. And as the man took off his crash helmet, it was none other than Brad Pitt underneath. The restaurant couldn't open its doors quick enough. You know why? Because a famous film star had appeared. Well, friends, at Christmas, something even greater, the Son of God appeared, says John. So let's open up our hearts to him. But the second thing this Bible verse tells us about is the reason for Christ's coming. Not just the revelation of his coming, but the reason for his coming. And in the very simple language of this verse, it says this again. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. In other words, Jesus came to rescue us from the devil. Now, lots of people don't believe in the devil anymore, any more than they believe in God. As the film The Usual Suspects puts it, The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he didn't exist. I agree. And sadly, many people have fallen for that lie. But believe it or not, the devil is the cause of mankind's biggest problems. According to the Bible book Genesis, the reason Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden was because the devil tricked them. And that's why we have sin and suffering in the world today, because of that event. You see, he's not just a little red dude with a bad attitude, like you sometimes see in the cartoons. You know, a little red imp with a pitchfork waiting for someone to bend over. No, he's a very powerful fallen angel, once called Lucifer and now called Satan. And the Bible tells us that he is going to spend eternity in a place called hell, which God prepared for his judgment. But the fact is, he's so malicious that he wants to take as many of us down there with him as he can. And so he deceives mankind. As Revelation 12 verse 9 says, he leads the whole world astray. 
Even non-Christian playwriters know this. The character Mephistopheles in the story of Faust says, quote, people do not know the devil is there even when he has them by the throat, end quote. It's a very serious situation that the world is in. But now do you understand why Christmas is really good news? Because as this verse says, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. The baby in the manger was going to grow up and die on the cross and rise again, thus paying for our freedom from the devil's grip and giving us an option of going to heaven with him instead of hell with the devil. That is wonderful news. Jesus paid for my sin and yours, and now we have a chance to be set free. Sports fans will probably know that at Christmas 1908, the boxer Jack Johnson knocked out Tommy Burns and became the first black heavyweight champion of the world. An amazing Christmas victory indeed. But at Christmas 2,000 years ago, an even greater victory was won when a baby was born who would grow up to set millions of people free by his death and resurrection. No wonder King Herod wanted to kill the baby Jesus while he was still young because it was the devil using Herod to try and stop Jesus from defeating him at the cross. Does that make sense now? But here's the thing. Since the devil couldn't stop the Lord Jesus, now he tries to stop us from responding to the good news of Christ's coming. He fools us with his arguments and he fills us with his arrogance. So we say, I don't need Jesus. But friends, we do. I do. You do. None of us is a match for his devilish power. A child was asking her mother one day, Mummy, how big is the devil? Is he bigger than me? To which the mother replied, Yes, dear, much bigger. That's why we must take him seriously. The child then thought and said, Mummy, is he bigger than you? Yes, dear, much bigger. The child thought a bit longer. Is he bigger than Daddy? Yes, dear. Then after a while, the child said, Is he bigger than Jesus? And the mother said, no, dear. That's why Jesus can help us against him. And that's the simple truth of John's message today. And dear friends, I plead with you not to miss the true significance of Christmas. Like that newspaper editor missed the significance of the Wright brothers learning to fly. Don't get distracted. Don't put off the moment Don't let the devil talk you out of putting your trust in Jesus Christ who came at Christmas for you. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only one who can save you from him. And I plead with you to put your trust in him today. The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. So let's do that today. And what a glorious Christmas it will be. Thank you for listening so nicely. We're going to hand over to the children after we've sung one more Christmas carol. We're going to stand and sing now, Angels from the Realms of Glory. And I know Mary's worked really hard to bring this down to a lower key for us to be able to sing it in this year. So, thank you. We'll do our best, Mary. Let's stand and sing.
of glory when you're flight through all the earth heralds of creation story now proclaim Messiah's birth come and worship Christ the newborn King come the newborn King. Shepherds in the fields abiding, watching by your flocks at night. God with man is now residing, see there shines the infant light. Please take your seats. 